Welcome, everyone. Today on the podcast, we have Michelle, a core contributor of Serum, joining us on the podcast. Very excited to be learning more about the Serum protocol. Welcome. Thanks for having me. So before uh, we start, again, as usual, nothing said here is to be taken as financial advice. Myself and my relations may or may not have positions in the projects interview on this podcast. Do your own research, guys. And this podcast is purely for educational and entertainment purposes. So having gotten that out of the way, let us give an introduction of Serum. So um, we'll definitely talk more about this, but I think it's important to uh, cover this. Serum was launched two years ago in August 2020, quite a long time ago. Serum is an on-chain central limit order book that can be composed by others to build exciting DeFi protocols. Serum's nature as an order book makes it fundamentally different from AMMs in many regards. In fact, other protocols can compose with Serum to share liquidity and power market-based features for institutional and retail users. In light of the popularity of DeFi and the growth of DEXs on Ethereum, users and developers were limited by high gas costs and slow transactions. Serum's aim was to solve these problems and improve issues issues of centralization, capital inefficiency, and liquidity segmentation. Serum's revolutionary on-chain order book system, coupled with Solana's high throughput and low gas costs, has powered the construction and innovation of many sophisticated DeFi products on Solana. And Michelle here is a core contributor of Serum, a serial entrepreneur, and a named member of Forbes Under 30. So to jump off, Michelle, can you give us an introduction about yourself? What was your background? How did you get into crypto? And how did you become a core contributor of Serum? Sure, yeah. Thanks so much for the intro, Vaughn. Um, my background, I started off my career in traditional finance. Um, that was after my degree in economics at University of Chicago. So I was an equity research analyst at Goldman Sachs. and. Uh, looked into the tech, was covering the tech industry and was fascinated by uh, companies that I was covering like Alibaba, Tencent, and a lot of gaming companies as well that they just create such wonderful experience for so many people. And very quickly, I wanted to go into the tech industry. So I learned how to code in Silicon Valley, worked in a startup and eventually created my own startup that we'll talk more about later. And um, yeah, through my entrepreneurial journey, I met a lot of friends that are also entrepreneurs. And yeah, a friend of mine, a um, long time ago, like an, an engineer actually is an early investor in Ethereum and uh, has been telling all of us about Ethereum since 2014. So I started investing in crypto back then, following the space kind of on the sidelines. And it just becomes more and more apparent to me that uh, this is the future. And I started dipping my toes into working in crypto by helping out a friend's uh, project back in 2018 during the last cycle. Um, and then 2021, I went into the space full time, uh, first, first as head of growth at Perpetual Protocol, which is a Perpetual Futures platform, um, scale it up to the top Perpetual Futures exchange um, in the space. And um, yeah, now I'm with Serum as a core contributor. And um, yeah, so that's the journey. Fantastic. So as I understand, you co-founded First Code Academy, an education startup that teaches kids how to code. Um, how did that experience shape your uh, work and your experience contri uh, in contributing to Serum? Yeah, definitely. Um, I think building any company is really like trial by fire. And 
basically like no experience before can really prepare someone to be an entrepreneur. So I was very fortunate to have the experience to build up first code. Um, so build up first code from like a one person company to over 200 people like contributing as full-time and part-time employees as at one point and everything from forming a strategy to hiring a team like motivating and setting the vision and executing to day to day um and i think really like with crypto it's a lot about context switching as well um on a day-to-day -day basis like contributing to serum is not just like you know um like believing in the vision, which I completely um, believe that Serum can bring DeFi to the masses. Uh, at the same time, like on a day-to-day -day basis, I liaise with so many different people. Uh, as you know, like jumping through different Telegram channels, Signal channels, Signal chats, different chat apps, and just being able to go from the high-level vision to executing to um, the detail, um, the very small details it's really helpful um also just to like learn really fast um being an entrepreneur like every single day i was picking up new skills learning about like a new new way to scale the company um solving problems and crypto is very similar um every day there's a new protocol like how do we work with them so being able to be nimble and also stay open-minded while uh focusing on the vision that eventually what the project is trying to achieve I see. So let's talk about Serum. Can you give us a high level description of what Serum is? Definitely. Uh, so Serum is a decentralized exchange built on top of Solana. And so what makes Serum different from other decentralized exchanges is that it's based on the order book based model. And uh, a lot of us are familiar with like Uniswap, Susie Shop, and a lot of other exchanges in other blockchains that are similar to Uni and Sushi. And um, these exchanges, a lot of times, are based on an AMM model, which is Automated Market Maker. So the order book-based exchange is actually a much more traditional way of building an exchange. So if you go on to like exchanges like Coinbase or, um, you know, any sort of crypto exchanges or even like New York Stock Exchange, they're all using like order book based um, trading. And the AMM model is actually started uh, and is an innovation that was like done for a crypto exchange in particular. So we can get into it a little bit more um, in the next question. Um, so Serum as a decentralized exchange, that's actually just the first part of the story. Um, the second part of Serum that is really exciting, in my opinion, is that it's also an ecosystem of its own. So Serum, uh, since it was launched, um, it's always been built as like a composable layer that other protocols in a DeFi and general crypto ecosystem can build upon. So what it means is that Serum has an order book based exchange, there's liquidity and also there's a matching engine. And a lot of these projects that are new in the crypto ecosystem, they can compose on top of Serum and basically doesn't need to start their own uh, liquidity, they don't have to build their own matching engine. And so to date, uh, we actually have seen over 100 projects now that are composing on Serum in the Serum ecosystem. Amazing. 
Um, what's so great about an order book? What advantages does it have over the AMM? Yeah, definitely. Um, so first of all, like AMMs are like exist for a reason and it's still good for a lot of use cases in crypto. So first of all, like AMM, AMMs are great because they allow you to spin up a market for two tokens pretty easily. So all you need is liquidity providers and you can provide tokens into the AMM and, that, and then you have two-sided markets. You don't need like sophisticated market makers to bootstrap a market. And from a development point of view, um, they're also really simple and elegant and easy to maintain. What AMMs don't do so well is when it comes to capital efficiency. So AMM in essence forces every liquidity provider to use their capital in the same way. So you can argue that as a liquidity provider, there's no way to make the market more efficient. You're forced to allocate your capital the same way that everyone else is doing. So this is good for like the general users. Like let's say if I want to be an LP in Uniswap, I'm not sophisticated, um, but this is not good for financial firms that specialize in allocating um, you know, capital efficiently. So AMM also forces liquidity providers to allocated capital along the entire price curve, which um, is like including prices that don't really matter. Uh, so for example, if you're depositing into, um, I don't know if this is too much detail, but if you're depositing into the BTC USDC, like AMM, right? Uh, I will be forced to spread my liquidity across every price, including like you $20,000 USDC, right? So it's, not really relevant. I mean, hopefully it's not relevant at this point in time. Um, and um, so, so yeah, and whereas order book actually allow you to allocate capital at an exactly, exactly the price you want that and that matters and adjust your orders accordingly as prices change. So the capital that, you know, are allocated in like the long tail ends of the price curve actually can be allocated more um, more efficiently that way. So yeah, that, that's one of the main uh, benefits of having uh, an order book for over AMM. Fantastic. That is fantastic. Uh, let me uh, quote with paraphrase what Edward Jaw has said about the um, Serum Protocol in 2021 uh, Solana Point conference. So, um, and I think it's quite relevant to what we are discussing and it would also give some more color to the listener. What does it really look like to compose on Serum? You can spin up your own state-of-the-art GUI or DEX on Serum. You can find that on the open source repo, you can create your own DEX that share the same Serum-based order book layer and the same liquidity, but you can customize the front end. And you can make um, add fields and ex add ex extra auxiliary features as you like. So if you're on FIDA, maybe you want to target a specific niche. And on top of that, you can build uh, trading strategies to your liking. You can build, bootstrap and accelerate the launch of new custom markets and build something like an ideal launch pad. I suppose that's composability for you. It's now 2022. That was 2021. Can you tell us uh, about some of the projects, some of the most exciting projects that have been built using Serum? And what projects do you anticipate will be built on Serum in the near future? Yeah, um, thanks for quoting that. And um, 
I think it's still really true that that's like the main, uh, one of the key uh, value proposition of Project Serum. Um, composability is kind of turning into a meme now, but I think it's still really relevant. Um, so yeah, so Serum ecosystem currently has over a hundred projects uh, built on the order book and the matching engine. Um, in terms of exciting projects, there's just so many. Um, there's one of my favorite is the Perpetual Futures platform that is leveraging the order book um, called Zero One Exchange. So you can trade Perpetual Futures uh, um, on a lot of different markets. And also recently they launched um, Square Soul. So you can actually trade Soul to the Square as the uh, as an asset as well. So there's a lot of innovations happening in that area. And derivatives is a huge area of focus for Serum's next wave of growth. Um, another exciting uh, project that is newer and currently still indefinite is um, a project called Cypher. And uh, what it does is that it allows uh, you know users to trade pre-IPO assets using Serum. So let's say, you know, a lot of us probably want to invest in SpaceX or Stripe that are not yet IPO. And uh, since I, I don't have access to like VCs, I am not a venture capitalist. So uh, this actually opens up like a huge market for access. And uh, I think projects like these really uh, fulfill like the promise of DeFi, where it allows the mass to access opportunities that were not yet available before and um, allow more price discovery, more effective um, capital allocation uh, in these assets. Um, other exciting projects, um, I think, you know, even though Serum started off as like a critical um, piece in a DeFi ecosystem, more and more we're, uh, I'm seeing more uh, convergence of uh, usage of NFT in DeFi, like DeFi and NFT games and DeFi. So I'm really excited about like space uh, projects that are combining, um, you know, DeFi and NFT and games and DeFi. I see. Speaking of that and the composability of GameFi and DeFi and NFTs, Serum has just announced a 500k ecosystem prize for development of a cross-chain exchange. Can you tell us more about it? Is Serum going multi-chain? Yeah, so the short answer is yes. And um, I can definitely share more about what this cross-chain exchange look like and what the idea of Build, how this idea come about. So first of all, like why is Project Serum thinking about going cross-chain so, or multi-chain? Um, if we look at the trading volume on Project Serum, uh, back in December, November, December, probably it was hovering around 60 to 80 million a day for a 24-hour trading volume. And over the course of the past few months, the trading volume has skyrocketed to 200 to $400 million in 24-hour time span. And the all-time high has actually reached over 900 million trading volume in 24 hours. So we're like super exciting to follow this. And I think we might actually hit like a billion trading volume pretty soon, which is a huge milestone. 
And if you look at um, Serum's trading volume um, in the Solana ecosystem, we're consistently ranking like the top already. And so if you think about the next phase of growth for Project Serum's trading volume, uh, it's really about going beyond the Solana ecosystem and attracting users, attracting trading volume that are currently happening in other chains and you know, users that are familiar with using other blockchains. So how does this cross-chain exchange look like and how we imagine it to work? Um, so the user experience that um, hopefully this cross-chain exchange can uh, achieve will look like something like a Uniswap, uh, except with a few changes. So when you click on the connect wallet button, you are presented with a screen that asks you to connect with ETH, BSC, AVAX, or any sort of wormhole compatible chain. And the next step is that you will then go to the swap interface, choose a token that you want to swap, and you will be presented a token list of all the assets in all the chains, no matter which chain you're actually connected to in that like first step. And then when you do the swap, the interface will just seamlessly bridge the asset over wormhole in the background, swap through serum and bridge it back all in one click for the user. So basically we want a super simple, easy to understand user interface that abstracts all the complexity of bridging you know, like choosing chains and stuff like away from the user and the user just access one chain and all the assets is available and the swap just happened in the background. And the idea is that the user can connect and trade on Serum by connecting with existing MetaMask wallet and uh, everything is powered by Serum. That is amazing. And then I'm sure as many of our listeners will be like me will be um, very much anticipating this product with uh, excitement. And speaking of um, this, I suppose there's another piece of news that we were quite excited about. Serum has just announced, um, well, not just, has announced in February the establishment of an accelerator. So what are some of the projects participating in this accelerator? And can you tell us more about this uh, accelerator? Definitely. Yeah. So um, currently the, in the first batch of the accelerator, um, there are 16 startups participating. And so far we've had over 20 mentors helping out, offering AMA sessions, office hours, um, leading discussions, and everyone is working towards um, a demo day that's going to happen in end of April during the Crypto Bahamas conference. Um, some of, there are so many projects that I um, am excited about, and uh, some of them that has announced that they're in this accelerator includes um, a protocol that is bridging DeFi and real world assets um, in terms of the lending markets uh, with a fully permissioned way. So it's really game changing because it allows a lot of institutions to use DeFi to lend to real-world businesses like student loans, um, short-term loans for businesses, emergency uh, loans for emergency personal loans, et cetera. 
Um, another one that's、uh, pretty cool is a multi-sig wallet for DAOs and creators.、Um, so lots of like very user-friendly,、um, lots of innovation in like the use case. And、um, tranching protocol as well, like how to like tranch different risk、uh, in DeFi, and of course there's like some cross chain、uh, cross chain exchanges and cross chain lending protocols、um, being incubated in this accelerator. Amazing. Along with this, I think、uh, Serum has also raised a round to fund an ecosystem grant in January. So. What are some of the projects that have applied? Yeah, so、um, Serum raised seventy-five、um, million、uh, back in January, and it's really a great milestone for the project、um, to both continue to propel the growth of the protocol and also the ecosystem. And part of this fundraise、uh, has been allocated to an ecosystem fund. That、uh, so far has been investing in over fifteen projects.、Um, some of them include、uh, a decentralized、uh, identity platform that allows block、uh, projects to communicate with their users、uh, based on some of their、um, behaviors、uh, on the blockchain.、Um, another one that we're super excited about is a project called Aver. So it's a decentralized betting platform. You can bet about What the price of Ethereum is the next month. You can bet about like sports outcomes.、Um, can bet about like who's gonna win the election. So、um, it's already on DevNet, and、um, I think Mainnet is coming soon as well.、Um, yeah, and then、uh, the pre-IPO trading platform that I was sharing about is also one of them. So generally,、um, it's like really excited to see like these projects composing on Serum and also just propelling the ecosystem to go、um, to grow faster. And so yeah, there's definitely more and more projects applying for、um, this ecosystem fund. This is really amazing. So we have talked about the ecosystem prize. We've talked about the accelerator. We've talked about a ecosystem grant. I think that. Demonstrates that Serum has really come a long way. Like,、uh, so Serum has been lot has launched for two years now, lots of accomplishments. So, as much as their accomplishments, there must have been、uh, challenges. So, what are some of the unexpected challenges、um, that you have discovered when you were contributing to Serum on this on this road? Yeah,、um, I think. You know, Serum, even though like in a DeFi or crypto world, like has been around for quite a long time, and Serum is. One of the Serum is the earliest、um, Solana decentralized application.、Um, at the same time, like two years, still a pretty short time, and a lot of things I think in the DeFi and the crypto world is still being figured out. So、um, I would say like there are two things. One is that、uh, challenges wise, like bringing institutions on board is still something that. We're working on, and、um, there's definitely more. Like, there's a lot of regulatory、um, hurdles for this to happen.、Um, how to how to figure out like the permissioned market side,、um, how to do KYC effectively.、Um, there's a lot of rails that are still being paved、uh, in that world.、Um, that being said, like, there's definitely like great. Developments coming through in the Solana ecosystem and for Serum, 
So definitely stay tuned on, um, you know, announcements coming soon. Um, in terms of uh, the other challenges that I think crypto and uh, you know, just DeFi is still pretty difficult to onboard users. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of user uh, user experience, uh, product innovations that I think can still happen in this space. Um, definitely, like we're like seeing the trading volume pick up is a really promising sign. And what I'm excited about is to see more. Um, product and user design experts to come into the space and to further open up like the access for, you know, people like they're not in the DeFi ecosystem to start using DeFi more. Um, and another and unexpected direction that me personally have um, kind of like positive uh, surprise to me is how the uh, Serum ecosystem has grown so much and how mm -hmm. there are so many projects that can be composing on Serum. So that's definitely like a positive surprise. So you spoke a little bit about the friction of onboarding um, retail and users. Can you uh, discuss with us what is uh, necessary for Serum to onboard the next 1 billion retail users to use DeFi is a pretty um, ambitious goal. So what is necessary there for that to be achieved? Yeah, definitely. Um, I think there's like, I think about it in like two phases um, that's more immediate for Serum. Um, the first one is like, okay, the existing crypto and DeFi pie, right? It's getting more and more fragmented because all of these, there's like so many L1s right now. There's so many like exchanges on different L1s and there's like incentives, like liquidity um, programs that are attracting capital for all of these exchanges uh, in different layer ones. And so that is, that's why I think it makes a lot of sense for Serum to look at going cross chain and look at building up like a layer that support different layer ones users to trade and swap and eventually flow back to Serum. So that's on the cross-chain exchange um, topic that we discussed earlier. And then the second part is beyond. So after you grow and saturate that pie, which we haven't yet for Serum, and what happens after growing in that pie, which is to expand that pie, right? So expanding that pie really takes product innovation, like product experience, user experience, um, in terms of how to think through the shoes of, let's say, like our parents, right? Like most, most parents probably won't be using DeFi yet. Um, or even just like people that are not living and breathing in crypto. Like how does, let's say just sim as simple as like, you know, these days I need to remember my seed phrase, like I need to figure out how to use this Chrome extension and just think through like how to make it more like more secure and at the same time simpler for users to onboard. So I think these two actually takes a lot of different skills. Um, the first one is more technical, like in terms of building a cross-chain experience experience for existing DeFi users. The second one is actually more um, 
product innovations. Like you're thinking about like mapping out the user experience, mapping out um, the different ways that a product can serve the same goal and abstract more of these um, complexity away from the users. So yeah, I'm really excited to see like all these projects coming out um, in the space to solve these two problems. That is really great. I think we've spoken quite a lot about um, going multi-chain, but given Serum's original white paper placed enormous emphasis on the promise of cr uh, cross-chain swaps and contracts and identifying them as the some, one of, uh, some of the uh, project's seven main ingredients, I would like to ask a little bit more about what Serum has in store to go multi-chain. What's the future? Yeah, so that's a great question. And um, yeah, definitely like um, thinking cross-chain and multi-chain is just so center in uh, the next phase of growth for Serum. So beyond, since we talked about the exchange side, like beyond the building a cross-chain exchange, uh, I think having a, a wallet that can connect users to different chains easily um, is a big engineering challenge, it's a big product challenge, it's a big business development challenge, right? So um, I'm excited to see innovations coming out in the wallet space, um, you know, definitely like there's already really great wallets out there right now. Um, and I'm just excited to see like how this space will grow for cross-chain wallets to uh, happen. And also, I think wallets are also going to be more, um, like th they will serve different purposes, right? Like some people in the crypto space right now, they're just NFT collectors. They never go on like some yield farms, right? So how do you have wallets that serve people that are NFT collectors versus like DeFi degens versus like institutional um, investors and DAOs. And so I think in the wallet space is still a lot of white space for users, uh, for, for entrepreneurs, for developers, builders to explore and serve these use cases in a more uh, specialized and more coherent way. Thank you very much, Michelle, for answering my questions and coming on to the podcast. I found it's absolutely fascinating and the future for Serum seems to be extremely bright and absolutely exhilarating. Like there's a lot of promise there for DeFi. So for those who are listening to this podcast, if you found this interesting, please subscribe and turn on notifications, follow Serum on their Twitter, Medium and Discord. We'll see you all again very soon. Thank you again, Michelle. Thanks so much for having me.